When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel O'Connor. Dennis Dick with you this morning. A lot to get to again. Uh, we, of course, have markets. Well, not of course, I should say. Uh, to me, it wasn't obvious, but I guess markets are reacting to the election results in Georgia last night. So we'll talk about that. We've got a couple of mergers in healthcare to talk about. We're going to talk about the continued weakness in tech uh, that, we, that we've seen here. I guess it's not even a new thing. It's been happening for the past couple of weeks really a couple months if you go go back further than that. Uh, so weakness in tech, how do you approach that? How do you approach solar? How do you approach pot? Uh, and we'll talk about some un- some other individual stocks that are moving as well. Our guest today is Ryan Craver. He's the founder of Commerce Canal. He is our retail expert. He would join us at 8.35. We'll take your questions. Uh, I'll make time for, for ticker time at 8.50, so we will, we will not go overboard, and we'll make sure to get to your questions at the end of the show. Uh, Joel, fill us in here. What exactly is going on in the, in the overall markets? Uh, we have uh, we have some good volatility here overnight. In fact, uh, the overnight range is pretty close to the uh, nine-day average trading range that I like to track. Uh, so just gold's getting hit here. I don't know if something came out on that, but uh, pre-market high is way up at 34.75. That's above Tuesday high. That looks pretty safe. Uh, pre-market low, 85 and a half, and that's right near the interday low from yesterday. So pretty good parameters on the upside and downside. We're just, you know, quite a ways for either of them. Crude crosses 50 yesterday on Saudi Arabia. Uh, cutting their uh, production. That's down 22 cents, though, at 49.68. Uh, gold just lost 20 bucks here. That's down 1940 at 1935. Silver, that's down 18 cents at 27.45. And the Bitcoin futures, they got a new handle. That's the 35 handle. They hit 36.095 earlier in the session. Currently trading up 935 at 35,450. Uh, Triple D, uh, your head must have been on a swivel last night because oh, we mate. started out with a, just a nice rally and then we gave it all back. And yeah. how much of that took place before eight o'clock? And uh, yeah, yeah, it was actually it, it was actually a good night until I, I got up this morning with some of my <laughs> overnight positions because any tech stocks you have are imploding. Uh, but yeah, we were, we were dipped a little bit and then we just ripped and ripped and ripped all the way up and went up about 20 handles. This is maybe about six o'clock when it looked like the Republicans had a healthy lead. And as we started to realize that, you know, the lead was diminishing and we knew that last County coming in was probably going to be Dems. Um, the market started to realize it too. And that's when we started to sell off and obviously we've continued to sell off here overnight. So, um, so it was a good session. This morning, I'm in a little bit of damage control just because I do have some tech stocks and those are getting really hit here. I mean, we have major rotation here. It is completely out of tech and into stimulus type stocks. So you could say the reopening trade is back on here. IWM, I mean, you don't see a lot of days. IWM up two and a half percent. 
and the QQQ down 1.4%. So that's a 4% blowout here again. Spencer, you said it off the bat. I mean, tech has been underperforming IWM for a while here now, and that continues that trade uh, major here this morning. Did you make any predictions? Did you make any early calls during the election? Because I know you were spot on during. The, well, uh... <laughs> well, you could tell. Well, no, I, I no, I tweeted. I mean, I was just yeah. tweeting, and you could see that the, the Economist was calling it early. I mean, we knew that. What's the last county that was coming in? I forget. But the last county was all down votes. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't I, know I the name of the county, sure. but yeah, the, the remaining votes are, are expected. They were all Dems. Democratic strongholds. They so. knew they had to have, that was the last county coming in. They knew the Republicans needed a healthy lead before that county started reporting because it was all going to be Democratic votes. And obviously that's not the case. So, I mean, what does it mean? I mean, well, at first, you know, obviously Biden's going to have a lot more control. Some stuff that he actually wants to do might actually get pushed through. So this is good for solar. This is good for pot. Um, the banks are rallying considerably because the TLT is getting smacked here this morning. So certain sectors are rallying off this and it's good for stimulus. It's obviously, you know, (laughs) not as good if you're playing these lockdown trades with the stimulus. So you can see a little bit of a reopening trade coming here, but I mean, there is so much rotation here this morning. People are piling out of their tech stocks and into all of the reopening trades because of the stimulus. I'm not sure that's a great idea. What, I don't, what I don't understand is so pot stocks are up big today, right? Pot yeah. and pot and solar. Pot and solar are and, 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 and tech is down. And I yeah. guess the set the I mean what I'm reading this morning is that they're up or down, right? Pot's up, solar's up, tech is down because of the results last night, which to me seems silly because first of all, tech tech regulation is a bipartisan issue, right? Everybody is mad. At Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google, right? Democrats and Republicans are both yeah. angry at them. Okay. Marijuana legalization is a bipartisan issue. It is legal in 39 states in some form, right? Either medicinal or recreational or both, right? So these are bipartisan issues. Whoever Democrats controlling the majority of the Senate does not change that fact, right? So I don't understand why we're going to start. And same thing with solar, too. Maybe solar a little bit less, but I don't understand why we're going to buy cannabis stocks up this morning on are you trying to make sense out of things spencer yeah yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to make sense out of things i mean you're on the wrong show i I mean you're in the wrong world i guess this show we just go with the flow but (laughs) yeah you know what though he's right and are these i think what spencer's asking are these gains are these you know initial headline moves because this is what you're seeing is the headline move you know the algos rip solar rip pot sell tech by IWM. I mean, that's what the, the algos are obviously, you know, doing. And that's what you're seeing here this morning. Is it sustainable? I think is the question you're asking. Like, does this trend continue? I, I don't know. Not only if anybody has the answer to that question, though. No. Uh, well, these things just, and I'm not going to go through all the individual pot, solar, whatever issues. But a lot of times, just check out those, uh, you know, the pre-market highs or if they did it after hours. See where that is. See if that lines up with something on the daily or the weeklies and see if you get the follow through on it. Uh, If not, I mean, a stock like First Solar, that got whooped yesterday because of Goldman. And now it's roaring right back. So there's different dynamics. I mean, this is right back up at 99 I mean, there's a lot of people that got tanned yesterday and they're going to be looking back. So look at each stock, look at the pre-market high, and then see if that coincides with a a daily high. And whatever dynamics, too, because that was really a bad day for First Solar, whereas some of these other ones then had, I'd noticed tan was still up even with this down. So different dynamics for different stocks. You know who else looked like they got tanned? I don't know if anybody else noticed this. Jim Cramer looked like he got a little bit of a sunburn. I'm not sure. Like, he's the one that's saying he's in lockdown, but I was looking, watching him on Mad Money last night. I was like, man, guy's got some color to him all of a sudden. What's up? Because he was away. Remember, he was away for a week and a half. Did he go somewhere nice? <laughs> we lose uh, Spencer. We did. We lost the host. Does that mean the no. show still goes oh, on? No, he's muted. I mean, I'm in. Did, you, did anybody else notice that Jim Cramer looked tan? Uh, I'm in. I got to give out. a shout out to my buddy Jeff who pointed that out. And, um, <laughs> you know what? I was like, you might be right. Maybe it was just because he's doing this screen within a screen and maybe that makes him look different. But he looked kind of tanned. I guess watch, so, Florida. Okay, Marmel saying he's in Florida with his wife. You, okay, you, you so watch, kind of watch, a break. You watch too much CMUC. <laughs> Just because is... the whole—I don't know if you guys are following the whole Canadian debacle, but 
you know, it's the, the you know, the, the, the healthcare minister or, or the finance minister, whoever it was, I'm obviously not following it that closely either. So forgive me, uh, went on vacation during the lockdown and went to some Caribbean island and obviously um, enjoyed himself down there and actually went as far to like make videos, you know, on Christmas Eve from his home, wishing everybody, you know, a safe, you know, because everybody's in lockdown in Ontario. And meanwhile, he had pre- <laughs> previously done, you know, he had previously uh, made this video and then aired it on the 24th from home. And meanwhile, he was down in some Caribbean island enjoying himself that, while that's we're very, not supposed to be in lockdown. It's very funny Safe to say he's gone. Safe to say he's gone. That, that's that's <laughs> pretty That's kind of funny, though. Hey, yeah, Triple well, D, man, you, you have some tangents, but, man, I well, like yeah, yeah, for the Canadian You went from Jim Cramer's color and skin to Pierre I didn't even know if it was the finance minister or who it was. I watch so much American news. I don't watch enough <laughs> You got to get out of the house, man. Do something. Go for I walks. Go for walks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I need to go for a walk after looking at my portfolio today. <laughs> and then the other implication is, am I going to have a job? I mean, they got this financial uh, transaction tax. That we could talk it for a couple of minutes. Right. I mean, it is in the the Democratic, obviously, it's going to get proposed. Does it get through the Senate now that it's going to be controlled by the Dems? I mean, that's a little more concerning. Just for people who don't know what that is, the financial transaction tax has been proposed to tax all of your stock trades. So every single trade, the proposal was 0.1%. So basically, if you buy 10,000 bucks worth of a stock, it's going to be a $10 tax on you. Buy $100,000 worth of a stock, it's going to be 100 bucks. So, I mean, if you're an active trader, look at that you know overall absolute number that you're trading and multiply it times 0.1% to know your tax. That is on potentially going to be on the table once this new administration comes in. Do they get it pushed through? I sure as hell hope not as a trader, uh, but it's a little bit scary. I don't know. You guys don't I, I like Joe Saluzzi. You listen to Joe Saluzzi. You like what Joe, Joe Saluzzi. Said. What did Joe say? When Joe was on the show, he, he said that the that Democrats are getting a lot of money from like from the finance industry that doesn't want to see that. So that that's what he said. So if Well, part- here is my concern though, because they do have a financial transaction tax in France. But you know what else they have? They have a market maker exemption. So you think you're going to come in and punish all the high-frequency traders, but they're going to be like, oh, no, liquidity. We need to provide liquidity. So what I think would happen is if they actually pushed it through is that you'd probably have a market maker exemption like they do in France. So your citadels and your virtues and all your high-frequency traders don't have to pay the tax, but you, as small Robinhood trader, do. I mean, that's, you know kind of you know just punishing main street not wall street but that's a story for another day this is yeah, going to yep. come up though this year it so is. keep that in mind i mean obviously you know we're not saying the trading is going away but we're saying that if that trading tax goes through it will be very a lot more interesting I, I, and, I, I, and damaging to those active traders I, i'm with you jj there are so many issues that, that are that are bigger than this that are that will come before this i i yeah, there, there you I, go. I can't imagine that this yeah, will get. we, we little... hope this one gets forgotten let's hope yeah. maybe we should stop talking about it let's hope it gets forgotten <laughs> it's not getting forgotten though it's going to get brought up Okay. So, anyways, we, okay. Let's not ruin everybody's day here because some people are having a good day as long as they're not in tech stocks, which I think a lot of us are. Let's go. What about Merger Wednesday? Uh, I don't know. We need an alliterative day, uh, day for this because we've got a couple of healthcare mergers to talk about. Walgreens Boots Alliance (WBA) is losing the A. I guess that just means they're Walgreens Boots now. I don't know. Amerisource Bergen is uh, buying the Alliance business, which is. Like the 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 healthcare business essentially, uh, from Walgreens Boots Alliance for six point five billion dollars. What did I they actually pay had Walgreens overnight. I was pretty happy about this. I put in my overnight portfolio for the simple reason is that it reports Thursday night, and then it popped three percent on this news, and I was like, I'll sell it. So I took this quick three percent, and I'm gone. Um, I don't know. It gets a little lift here. You know, is this you know? When you have a sale of something, and, and are they going to change? Did they say they're going to change the ticker symbol? Are you just joking about that? Well, they're not going to be Walgreens Boots Alliance anymore. they so Walgreens Boots. Maybe that's better. But WB's already taken, so they're going to be in trouble on that one because that's what about do. WAG? Go back to WAG. That's what it used to yeah, be. Joel. No Me and Joel no. hate it when they change symbols. Especially you when they do ones. You change your algorithms around. I mean, 
It's just I, I actually I actually have Walgreens in my phone as WAG. Like, do you do that? Like all the like, if you have something in like Home Depot, you have it as HD. Do you have that? Or no, not? no. You actually put the names in there. Uh, that thing popped to forty three, Dennis. Your eyes must have been popping out of your head when it got I sold that it. high. Uh, let's see where I sold. It got to forty three. I'm going to go look you at my sold sales. A early. You sold. I made fifty one trades already here this morning. So you let's sold at forty two fifteen. Uh, no, I started selling early. I, I lagged out of this whole thing. 42.19. I sold a piece, believe it or not, earlier than that. I think it was before the news. 41.69. Then 42.19. Then 42.98. So I did get a piece oh, off. Oh, that was I nice. a little piece off at, at the top. That was a good one. The 41.69 sale, not so much. But The, uh, the, I can't really tell much from the 15 minute, but, uh, chart or the 60, but I mean, this has had a nice, it, it had a nice run here and it looks like if it clears 42, looks like it's got some more room on the upside. The stock's having a pretty good year so far. So leaning towards, I mean, it's up a buck. I'd rather see it come down a little bit more into yesterday's range, but, uh, it's catching a bit. I wonder what they paid for it too. I mean, they sold it for six point five, Bill. I wonder if they took a haircut on it or not. But well, uh, well, they, they didn't buy Alliance by itself. They merged with Boots Alliance, which is was its own company. So yeah, Microsoft yeah. Bergen. I mean, that's this is Hard getting a pop. This has been dead money. I don't know. Is this going to break out or wait for it to come back down to ninety seven, ninety eight? That long consolidation period in that one. I don't know. Probably light volume on that. And then UNH bought somebody, right? Yeah, UNH is buying Change Healthcare, ticker CHNG, for twenty five seventy five per share wow. in cash. Cash deal, and they're still smacking it. Mm-hmm. So UNH trained down 7 bucks. CHNG rewarded here handsomely this morning. That's a nice premium. 34%. I actually can tell you that I don't know if I've ever made a trade on CHNG. It's not an active stock for me. So it, um, it wasn't an active stock for anybody. Well, <laughs> so what was the volume yesterday? Well, let me see. Uh, no, I was just looking at the <laughs> never trades in the pre-market. That's uh, probably why I don't trade it. Yeah. Um, why does it? I got the wrong thing here. It said what well, TradeStation does. It has the name. Anyways, we'll move on here. It's a boring topic. So let's go to a more exciting topic. a couple topic. million yesterday. Let's go yeah. to the exciting topic. Everybody wants to talk about it. It's Tesla. I have to talk about Tesla every day. It's making new all-time highs. Adam Jonas goes off the charts here and goes to a street-high price target, which looks like it's trying to get there today. You also have the Biden pop here, too, because we know he's EV and he's friendly and he's cleaner energy and Tesla is all of those things. So you get a little Biden bump here along with an Adam Jonas bump. Um, and you're up 3% here this morning, TSLA. Uh, 760 is a pre-market high. That's about all I can say that. And uh, that line in the sand at 695 is now irrelevant. We're going to move that. And where should my new line in the sand be? I- I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep this one secret. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> no Tesla thoughts here. No, so, I do. I got a Adam good Jonas, level, but I don't want to share. The, he put the uh, bullish scenario. He raised that up though, and that was like twelve hundred and fifty-two dollars or something like that. I might be making that number up, but it was around there. So, I mean, what what do you do? I mean, Tesla making new all-time highs. Page seven of her book. Don't short stocks making new all-time highs. It's that simple. A stock Antalyas can see. Is this no? There's been no reason to be short Tesla for a long time. There was reason at six ninety-five because it was going to the index. And obviously, you know, I had a little sell-off after that. And as soon as it stopped going down, um, and as soon as it started showing life above 650 again, and you said it too, we drew that line in the sand above 650. If you were playing that breakout above 650, you're now up 110 points with almost no heat. I wish I would have been long Tesla. I can tell you I've been watching most of this one from the sidelines, but I'll stay on the bull train as long as that stock keeps making new all-time highs. All right. And Joel, and Joel Hat from our chats is going to a cool 1,000. You know what, Joel right, Hat? I, I cannot argue with you here. It doesn't trade on logic. It doesn't trade on fundamentals. It trades on momentum. And holy mackerel, does it have momentum right now? It's got some major momentum. And as I said, just a couple times bumped up against 760. It's really the only thing. Almost a million shares have traded. So, And I looked at this last night. And, you know, before I, I saw it, you know, the high of the day was like 742. And it was trading like 751. I'm like, huh, I wonder who upgraded it or raised their price target. And uh, Adams moved that stock. It 
hard to. Yeah, it's not understand. even an upgrade. It's just a price target. Price target, target bump. It went up yeah. 20 bucks on a price target bump, and then it gets a little extra with the Biden bump. So impressive stock, man. Maybe it's, I could get Lisa Sell. It's got to be one of the most impressive stocks that I've ever seen. I've been around 21 years. I mean, we, even in the tech bubble, you saw sustainable rallies and you saw big companies you know, get bigger, but it, it still traded, you know. We, we didn't go, just go completely. Well, I guess we did. Maybe we forget. I guess we went completely irrational on a lot of stuff. So um, when we were buying AOL up to, you know, making it more valuable than Time Warner, and then they were able to take over Time Warner with stock and then go bankrupt and almost bring down Time Warner with them. Oh, I mean, it that? was all interesting. Remember how many discs you get? You get a disc in the mail like every other week from AOL. Remember those CD-ROMs? You put them in there. What, I wonder what happened to all those. Those are probably worth money now. They're probably collectibles. You know, Bitcoin's worth money, and you got all these collectibles. Oh, I got an AOL disk. No, because there's there's no. 100 billion of them out there. <laughs> no. Everybody's got like 25 in their drawer. <laughs> all right, supply. Demand. Some of these people that. probably weren't born back then that are listening to the I show think today. Some people. Does. I think there's a lot of I think we got some people to remember the AOL desks. Okay, next. Uh, wait, wait, quick question. Do either of you remember what the all-time high was in Tesla before the split? Was it 2,000-something? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, because you got to go five for one. I right. mean, so, it was 2000. so if it gets to 1000 bucks, that's Kathy Wood's $5,000 price target when everybody thought she was nuts. Remember, yes. like when she, with stock was to two hundred dollars, and she's like, "This is going to five thousand. That, well, I mean, that this, was, this is that, the stock that, that made Kathy that, that was like two years ago. She said that. Yeah, maybe, and maybe everybody was like, "Oh, yeah, she's a crazy town too." I'm like five thousand dollars would be like the most valuable company in the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's gonna be right, and that's why Ark Investment has the kind of influence that they do. They buy a stock skills. They bought more skills last night, so they buy skills a few shares, and the stock goes up fifteen percent. They buy a few more shares. The stock went up 10 more percent last night. It's up only 5% here right now. I mean, every time she buys a few shares, the stock's going to go up 5 I, or 10 I, I got, a, I got a, uh, a little comment on this. Give it to me. It's, it's, she just has the best algorithm. I mean, she's not sitting there going, oh, let's buy this stock. She just has the best damn algorithm, the best programmers she's not sitting there going oh let's buy just what you know she can't be doing that she's got the best well, algorithm i don't know if a great team sure. it's she's algos man she's there's no one sitting there making those kind of in the in the algos are figuring out how people are reacting well the algos are and, just buying on well, well she's she's also investing for the long term she's not trading she's oh, she's actually a sale of skills tonight <laughs> No, she is. Day trading coming out. She's actively <laughs> managing a long-term portfolio. She's doing. I'm telling you, she they got a computer. Uh, oh, she's I mean, I'm money. giving her a ton of credit because she probably gave oh. the people the components. I, I don't think yeah. they're using that much algorithmic technology to pick those stocks. I got a whole. There's a lot of team. There's a lot of smart people at Arc, but it's not even that. It's that she's got the name now. And it doesn't even matter. I mean, if she's right or wrong about the fundamentals, it really doesn't matter because she buys it. It goes up because she bought it. She's the catalyst. She's the she reason. She is still, a, SKL Zebra would still be at eighteen dollars probably if it wasn't for Kathy Wood buying it two days I ago. I agree. And then it goes to I, twenty I, and twenty two and twenty three. This is don't kid yourself. The whole reason it's up is not because skills is all of a sudden turning it around the last two days coincidentally when Kathy Wood started buying. It's going up because people saw Kathy Wood buy it, and they're following her. The algorithms are all following her, so it's like a it's like a free money printing machine. She buys the stock because she up. she created the best algorithm on Wall Street. Well, I she mean, created the the, the, the the that obviously the algorithms are all going to follow. So she created just her name. The Tesla stock made her name, and now everybody just follows her blindly. I agree. And I mean, the stock is up five points. It's an eighteen dollars stock. It's up thirty percent in two days. And the only reason for that is that Kathy Wood bought it. So she's up. So she buys it. And she knows what she's buying because she's buying it. And then it goes up. I mean, 30%. I mean, that's a good year, 30%. I, mean, I am not. Hey, folks, Maybe don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I have totally given her credit because she probably created the algorithm. I, I, it's, I don't, it's our I don't, investment. I don't, I don't know what algorithm you're, you're Look referring to. she bought last night. She bought skills. Yeah, it's she, up 5.3%. She bought, she bought, she bought open. Open door, O P E N. She bought Surf. Surf. I traded that one last night a bet, just surfing oh, that's around a in good it. Good symbol. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> up. She bought TRMB. That's uh, up. I traded that one too last night. She bought BLI. Look at this one explode. It's up 7%. She bought it the day before it went up, and then it goes up again, another 7%. I mean, she is just a money printing machine here right now. She's better than Powell. <laughs> does, um, does, uh, <laughs> Spencer had to laugh at that one. Did, um, does, does she sell anything ever or yeah. not? No, yeah, she, she was selling stock. She yeah. sells Tesla every day. Let's look. Right. Okay. I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing up what she, I have it right here on my little iPad. Okay. This is what she did last night. She made five trades. She did not sell Tesla last night. She obviously, um, or, or yesterday. She bought BLI. She did 15 trades. BLI. RHBBY, which is Roche, which is over in Europe. RPTX. We didn't look at that one. What RPTX do? Oh, it's up. Shocking. Um, SURF she bought. Viva Systems is a big one, and it's a tech stock, so it's probably going to be down, and it is down. It's down 3 bucks. She sold CRISPR. CRSP, that's down. I don't know if the sales go down. Yeah, right, I don't think the right. sales go down. TWST she sold. XONE she sold. And this is just small positions. It's just you know trading probably around existing positions. She bought KTOS, which is down now, but it was up last night. I think that got a a downgrade. Oh, did it? Okay. RAVN, she bought. TRMB, she bought. We just talked about that one. Open Skills, and she sold some Roku, and she sold some U. Roku had a price target bump last night, though, which helps it out. But again, it's tech wreck, so it's down. There you go. That's what she did. She's doing what you're supposed to do, right? She's scaling into and out of positions, and she's managing yep. her her weightings. That's what you're supposed to do if yeah. you ma- if you manage an actively managed fund, right? So she's doing like all all, all that's new now is there is some algo or algorithms. Follow, the algorithms are following her, following, copying her, and doing whatever she does, and yeah. It, yeah. It's, yeah. it's creating this 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 echo chamber. And now we're talking about it, right? So, um. You gotta yeah, talk about it. It's moving the stock. Oh, for and, sure. And answer someone's question uh, in the chat. Uh, you can find the, uh, her buys and sells get posted every day. Uh, if you go on the Ark Invest website, you can get you can enter your email, and they will send you directly to your your email all the stocks that Ark bought and sold for all their funds for that day. They do it every night. So eventually, just remember, eventually this trade will get crowded. Because you see what happens is it's a natural rotation of strategies, which I always talk about. You know, everybody starts doing something, it will stop working. So eventually, it's not crowded yet because you're seeing these stocks still respond well. But if everybody thinks it's going to go, they all buy, 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 then there's nobody left to buy. And we're starting to see it come off a little bit. You know, even on some of these stocks, like the skills is a storied stock. But on that uh, other one, that KTOS, that thing traded $30 on the day of the first, you know, when she originally announced it. The $30 that night, if you can show the after-hours chart, Joel, on KTOS, it's back down to 26 So it's actually below where she bought it. So it's it's not like just automatic, but it seems like she's buy, been buying it early. Like, look at that. Thir- look at what it did on the first day. It went from and I was like, I I went short that thing originally at like twenty seven and a half. Like I thought it got overdone just because Kathy Wood. Man, I was wrong. Went all the way to thirty, and then it came back in, and obviously it's trading down now at twenty six sixty six. So it's come right back down. But you know, a lot of these could be short term fading opportunities because these aren't fundamentally different to the stock. So if an algorithm wants to buy something up 20 30% because Kathy Wood got into it, is the company really worth more than 30%? It depends. If she keeps buying it, maybe it is because it's like a you know natural thing where she keeps buying, it's going to keep going up. I mean, if she keeps buying you know 100,000 shares of skills every night, it's, it goes up 5% every time she buys it. Man, she'll drive the thing up to her price target herself just with her own bloody buys. So, uh, Spencer, could you put that link in there for Gary? Because I think I saw it in the email. Do you have that handy? Just he, um, he told you how to do it. Just, just go. Just to go to ARC Invest. Arc Invest. Arc And then, okay. Uh, I don't. I don't remember exactly the page, but if you play around on that site for five minutes, you you will find the page where it says, uh, you know, get notified for every. Like I, I, I think it's in the research center tab. Um, anyway, or subscribe. One thing I will tell you is these algos are quick. So the algorithms are all over. Like, don't think you're, oh, I'm going to buy open door flat and, you know, I'm going to make money because it's going to flip up here. The algorithms are jacking this thing in milliseconds after that email comes out. And honestly, I've almost noticed that they're getting jacked before the email. So I'm not sure how that works, but that's a story for another day. Very interesting. Well, people anticipating. I mean, you can't anticipate it, too. I mean, you know, the KTOS, for instance, you know, like she bought that two days in a row. So maybe people are going to think they're going to buy it again. So, you know, skills might get bit up just because they think she might buy it again tomorrow, today. So, I mean, there's people anticipating it in that way. 
whether, you know, that's going to continue to work or not, you know, we don't know what she's going to buy and sell. There's no way to obviously know until you see that email. But anyways, and all interesting. Thank you. Vegas put it in there. It's arc-funds.com slash trade dash. I'll, I'll put it up on the screen so you can all see it. But thank you, Vegas, for putting that uh link in there. there there's the link um okay 829 we got ryan craver joining us in about five minutes uh reminder to hit that like button on youtube that helps us out we appreciate that uh let's go to since we're on tech let's just talk tech here we didn't really we, we, we kind of glossed over that earlier but but fang stocks continuing to be weak here what gives dennis joel what gives well this is just the tech rack so i mean this is a rotation out of you know this is a stimulus trade that's coming in they think stimulus is coming so this is a trade naturally out of those stocks and the stocks are going to benefit from the stimulus again i will say amazon's still one of the biggest long-term or in my invest portfolio amazon's a huge position apple's a huge position my investment portfolio is going to get smacked around here this morning um am i selling all my amazon and apple and netflix and going and buying you know the banks and buying you know everything else it's the oil stocks that are benefiting from it no you know my long-term investments i'm positioned with companies that i think are going to continue to thrive no matter what the environment is in so again i'll just say if you're looking you know at buying opportunities you've been getting a lot of dips in tech yeah uh we can look at all of them individually i mean apple it it makes a new all-time high and then just comes in you've seen that happen uh wow, down another 212 here today mm, you're it looks like you're already through uh the low from monday monday's low 26 no you're not monday there's an area for you actually you're trading right at yesterday's low because you had a little pop so you're opening into support at 28.43 and then 26.76 this is just right, a good silence here all of a sudden that's nice to have that little comfortable silence yeah, every once in a while you know like you can sit there and you know we're all comfortable enough with each other that we can just have silence okay ah that's next. rare <laughs> we can all have quiet we can have quiet time no but <laughs> i mean yeah i feel like i'm myself. in kindergarten <laughs> no but <laughs> heads there's... down i always <laughs> have that mrs butcher i say heads down Everybody puts their head down. Yeah, heads down, thumbs. Head <laughs> I've got to put my head up. down today. I'm doing too many tech stocks. Head, heads down, thumbs up to play that game. Uh, seven, whatever it's called, seven up or whatever that game was called. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we got Ryan Craver joining us in a couple of minutes here. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. C- can we talk DraftKings for a second? Because sure, uh, this is a good lesson. Uh, I didn't mention this on the show yesterday, but the lockup expiration for DraftKings was yesterday. And this is a good lesson. We talk about lockup expirations a lot. It means, you know, shares are eligible to be sold. And that, that doesn't mean the stock has to go down. No, it could all be ahead of it. I mean, you have anticipatory yeah, traders. Yeah they, they, yeah, they have the anticipatory traders that sell ahead of the of the, lock, of the lockup expiration sometime. And when was the actual lockup expiration? When was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, so look what they did. It pulled the rug out from under. Everybody who's anticipating that. The market tries to screw the maximum amount of participants. So when you see a stock sell off 10 bucks ahead of you know the lockup expiration, it might be all priced in. And then it's like, okay, well, it's buy on rumor or sell on rumor, buy on the news. Here's something called sell on before the event and then buy it during the event. The event is often a coin flip. So don't automatically think that it's a great point you just made, Spencer. Don't automatically think that they go down. And anybody who was selling this thing yesterday saying, oh, lockup expiration day, it's going to tank to 40, now looks at the stock at 50 and goes, oh. I think what you have to do is you have to look. I mean, the people that are doing this and selling ahead of it, they're not doing it yet. The real smart guys are not looking like, a day, oh, uh, oh, Monday night. Oh, the lockup's on Tuesday. I think you get. I think this is where people start looking at it. Up there at 55 after that rally, a little over a week away, accumulating the position. And then no matter what, I mean, put a double. Actually, they gave you, a, if you were, if you were playing this from the short side and you were looking at that 44.50, well, it took that out. Only went to forty four ten, and if you you know if you were on your toes when it came back above that uh, that forty four ten, you had a pretty nice trade. Okay, so yeah, I guess there's also a headline that Governor Cuomo was talking about legalizing sports betting in New York, uh, see, seeing as how it's legalized in New Jersey, which obviously is bullish, but that, that doesn't explain the weakness heading into yesterday, which Joel was just pointing out. So yeah, I, for I, sure, I, I, I think I, people I think are ahead of this. Yeah, yeah, 
They were selling ahead of the lockup expiration. They're doing that. This trade is common. That's why, you know, we talk about this, you know, selling ahead of an event or buying ahead of an event. You know, these are good trading opportunities. And when's Neo Day, by the way? Uh, Ninth. The ninth. Yeah, it's Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're starting to think Neo-ish. Neo's still actually starting to look healthy here. I mean, Tesla breaking out. Neo above 50 here. I think there's a trade in Neo. Um, I don't like to chase anything here, but man above fifty dollars it's in breakout mode here right now so i would say if you are buying it if you are buying it you stop yourself out under 50 and sky's the limit here if you take out that 5720 so this is looking healthy here again what about our its brother-in-law xpv that's come back down and gave you a little dip here maybe you get interested in this one too could you get interested in xpv we talked about this yesterday yeah did you uh, yeah you we, like no it? no not in the after no we talked about it on the show yesterday i mean you got an out I mean, yeah, that's you, that double yeah. bottom. It's a little ways away, thirty-seven, sixty. I hate losing ten percent, but but uh, yeah, but if a swing trade or uh, whatever. But no, we did, we did talk about this one gaining some momentum. Did I don't mind that day. one either. So I, I'm surprised, though, a little concerning that it's not getting a Biden pop here. I guess this has nothing to do with Biden because they're over in China. But at the same time, LEV stocks seem to be, you know, getting some life here this morning. So and it's not. So that's somewhat concerning, but. I don't mind that chart you had, you know, the break. What's the 50% retracement of the move here? Like of the little recent move, 37.50 up to 47.50. Oh, 10 bucks, five bucks. Oh, you're right there. So yeah. of that little the, the little move we've had in the last six days, I'm looking at. Yeah, and you're finding buyers there, right? Yeah, got you know some what? Daily I don't there. Yep. I'm not saying, obviously, you got to stop yourself out. I'd say probably below 40. Maybe if you wanted to be really tight, you could stop yourself out at yesterday's low. Uh, but you know, obviously once you get those, st- and th- this is like strategy talking too. like when you, you know, you put your stops too tight, you get stopped out on everything, you know, when you're a loose market, volatility is escalating. I mean, if you get those stops too tight, you lose on everything. So you gotta be somewhat smart with where you're stopping yourself. out. and sometimes the obvious levels, they stop them out and then they rip them higher. You know, the Gil Morales, you know, where we take it down and cut through and I mean, rally. Uh, yep. I mean, yep. that's, you know, sometimes Jeremy Newsom trades that too. Sometimes it's better when they cut through and then they come back. I mean, you could say the same thing with XPEV. It cut through the 40 and everybody's leaning on 40. And then what's it do? It cuts right back up. And maybe that's the buying opportunity. So lots of different ways to play these. All right. Let's talk retail. We'll bring on our guest now, Ryan Craver. He's our retail expert. He's also the founder of Commerce Canal. Joining us here on Pre-Market Prep, Ryan Craver. Good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Same to what? you. Where, where are you? you got a, <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the HVAC system here above your head. <laughs> the, the, the normal, the normal uh, New York City office. So. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there he is. Okay, that's a better. Oh, that's a nice place here. You're showing us that view and you had that view, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm looking at this. I'm like, is he like sitting in the furnace room? He's like, he's got an HVAC problem here, and he's doing some repairs. <laughs> no, this this is my office. Thanks for making me feel so great about it. No, no, this is, <laughs> we all look great. I just didn't know what that's been above you. <laughs> What's uh? I, I never asked you. How'd you come up with the name Commerce uh, Canal? Uh, I wish I had a good story for it. Okay. Um. But essentially, the dot-com was available. The Panama Canal is the largest canal in which we transact our goods from Asia into the U.S. So it was a play on commerce and the Panama Canal. Okay. Yeah. That's not a good story. So so talk to us about retail here. Uh, man, wow. oh, man, oh, man. Where do you want to start? I think what, what's been, you know, like the biggest surprise, like, you know, just looking at what you know, the information that you take in, the statistics, what yeah. what just like just kind of hits you side ahead, and just like, boy, I can't believe this stock rallied this much. Yeah, um, you know, I was listening to you guys talking about the Fang trades um, before we got started, and I think there's a couple things that were interesting for me. So Q4 in e-commerce was absolute gangbusters. It was wild, crazy. Um, despite the lack of new stimulus, despite the fact that, you know, in certain weeks, uh, the USPS and UPS only delivered 87 to 95% of the actual packages on time. Um, it was, it was gangbusters and it was wild across every marketplace, Amazon, eBay, Wish, uh, Etsy. Uh, it was also wild across, across every single retailer, um, there was some interesting stats that, that we, we have pulled from some of the brands that we're selling. So we're selling some pretty big name brands like the 
the Haynes's and the New Balances of the world. Um, and what we found was, and specifically on Amazon, which is leading me to tell you that I, I really do think that you should back up the truck um, with where it's currently trading is, a lot of the stuff that we sell on Amazon, we sell under the marketplace where they are the service provider and they make a high margin. The other way in which you can sell to them is you can sell it directly to them wholesale and then they sell it directly to the customer where they make a lot less margin. That second business was tiny relative to last year and relative to the first type of business. So I think they really, really pushed services considerably um, this past quarter. And I think I think they're going to absolutely destroy numbers. Now, that's no surprise because they just have destroyed numbers for the past 18 quarters or so. But um, I think they're going to show some massive numbers um, across Facebook, Google and any of the marketplaces that are selling ads. The cost of bringing the customer over to the website to try and transact them on the sale was a big year over year. Um, so we're continuing to have to pay more to get people to come to transact. And when they are transacting, they're trans transacting in bigger bundles and, um, you know, e-commerce is making a heck of a lot more money. So I think Q4 is gangbusters. And I think you're going to see a lot of that in the numbers that come over the uh, next couple of weeks. I mean, just technically, Ryan, you look at Amazon and you had the big, you know, the bump in March, April, May, as everybody realized, oh, we're all going to buy everything online. And then you've had a six month digestion period where the stock has gone nowhere. I mean, you think about, you know, this market, a lot of it has gone higher. Amazon has not participated, but it kind of looks like consolidation to go higher. So, I mean, you get a big move and then you digest the move and then eventually get a continuation of the previous trend. So just speaking technically, when you're looking out on that really long term chart, like a two year chart. Um, and looking at you know the action from 2020 makes me on the same side as you. So I think the technicals line up here too. Now I am long Amazon, so I'm obviously talking my book here as well. I've been long Amazon for a long time, but I completely agree with you fundamentally and technically. Yeah, no, I I couldn't be more bullish about Amazon still. I I really couldn't, and I know that a majority of my career is built up on Amazon just because of how we sell, where we sell, and, and it's still the largest part of the market. And they still have the other pieces of the business that are pushing uh, the retail business as well as the marketplace business. So I couldn't, What do you think about um, uh, going brick and mortar a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. So brick and mortar, um, largely the same themes as before. I think you're going to continue to see the mass market do very, very well. So the targets and the Walmarts, I still think you're going to see very good numbers from them. If I'm picking between the two, I'm probably going with Target. I still think that they are doing a little bit better uh, of a job, and they they don't have the premium that Walmart does because Walmart is viewed as one that's more digitally savvy than than Target, and I just don't think that's true. Um, Costco Costco continues to kill it. They continue to kill it, and they continue to put up double digit comp sales, um, you know, month over month over month. Um, and then probably two that we don't talk about a ton, but I really, really like where Home Depot is right now. I really like where Home Depot is. And um, another one that I think is going to see um, the benefit um, of, of Q4 is Office Depot. Probably really? Oh, man, haven't heard of that thing in a long time. Huh? Oh, that stock's been taken off too, though. I mean, look at yeah. that one. That blasts yeah. off, yes? Really, just in the last yesterday. Did they do a reorg or something in July? They, they must have did something. They really saying. revamped their entire organization. They've doubled down on e-commerce, probably because they had to. Yeah. Um, but but their um, customer loyalty group, it's it's a great offering, and then the amount of revenue they're getting from their loyalty program is is very very strong in the industry. Wait, right. so, so so Office Depot when we're in a pandemic and no one's at the office, no one except you. All right. <laughs> Come on, in the rest of New York City, you, you, don't say that too loud. Everyone <laughs> in my office is going to want to go home. Um, no, I mean they're buying. They're still they're still selling all the furniture to have your home offices and stuff like that. Um, and let me let me tell you one other name, a name that we always talk about, Shopify, man. Pick up Shopify right now. 
It continues to be the platform of choice for direct-to-consumer brands. It continues to be the choice for anyone who wants to sell on the internet, whether it's small, medium, or large-sized business. Um, They just, they're killing it. What about from a valuation perspective? Does it scare you or it's eventually going to grow into this valuation? I think I think it's going to grow into it. I know it's crazy, but I still think it's going to grow into it. Because what is it trading? Isn't it like ninety times sales or fifty? I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know it's pretty a pretty. Last time I looked, it was like whoa, <laughs> the valuation is yeah. pretty extreme. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, three hundred forward P. It's definitely trading at a premium, but it is, <laughs> it's, it's 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 the only name that anyone in e-commerce goes to. Yes, Adobe has Magento, but if you're opening up a website today to transact in commerce, which continues to be strong, that's where they're going. How about Big C? I mean, this has had like a big haircut and uh, it's off 100 points from its high. Uh, oh my God, I forgot to see in there. What about this one? Um, just a little bit late to the game or too far too fast? What's your thoughts on this one? Late to the game, um, reactive IPO, um, doesn't have the growth rate that the others do. I, I can't, I can't be positive on this one. What about like Macy's and and Nordstrom? I mean, I, I did last time I looked, I didn't know people were pouring back into those stores. Nordstrom's had a heck of a rally. It's just, just, uh, you know, beefing up their online presence and, Look at that Nordstrom's after that move consolidation. What uh, what's your thoughts on some of these uh, former big boxes here? They're still yeah, big all, boxes. All, all of them. JWN, Macy's, Kohl's. I I just I can't get behind them. I know Macy's is going to continue to to. I think just yesterday they announced another thirty stores closing. I can't see that narrative changing anytime soon. I think you'll, they'll continue to say it for the next couple of years. That grooming is going to continue. Um, I, I can't get excited about them. Yes, they may have some, you know, upside as as we start to open back up into the summer months, but I, I can't get positive on them. It's going to be a lot of pain for a number of years ahead. We got a bunch of questions here from our chat. We won't be able to get to all of them, but uh, I'll try to cover a few. Ryan, do you have thoughts on Canada Goose? Oh, Canada Goose. It's been a while since I, I used to play in Canada Goose quite a bit. Um, I... I think that uh, you know their their catalyst for growth previously wasn't necessarily dot com because it was small as a percentage of the overall growth of the business. It was more the brick and mortar stores that they were opening. Brick and mortar is down, so I probably that in China were the two growth catalysts. I probably wouldn't play it just yet. I'd wait for it to probably flatline more in the lower twenties and and then maybe play it. And I don't know if you follow, but what about Jumaya? The Amazon of Africa, they say. Yeah. Um, candidly, uh, we have, I don't know, probably 50 items up uh, there. I don't have enough data to give you a good enough read as to whether I think they're going to be successful longer term. I think it is the only play, though. So if you've got a long-term horizon and you want to you place a little bit of a bet, it's the only play there right now that there really is. Um, but I, I will definitely share data once I've got data, but I just can't comment now. And what about, uh, Michael's MIK been on a bit of a run lately? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I had the scrapbook yeah. stored. We have yeah, put yeah, that yeah, line in there. Someone saw that line 1141. I didn't even, I didn't even looked at this chart in a long time. We all know how you feel out. Dennis about Michael's. Yeah. Expensive scissors. Go ahead. Yeah, $27 pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, 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 I had to short the stock back in like years ago because I was like, I nobody's paying twenty seven dollars for a pair of scissors. I hate to I mean, that joke, but I, I did go in there. There was a twenty seven dollar pair of scissors. I couldn't believe it. Good margins on that, though. All right. So your pest call that you ever had on this show, it, it actually it took you a couple stabs at it, but there's nothing wrong with that. Was uh, stamps dot com, uh-huh. and uh, that. And uh, that had a heck of a run up there. Maybe your trade desk calls even better than that one. But uh, it had that run, uh, made that all-time high over 300s. It coming in. I mean, 
I just want you to know that I'm a stamps.com dropout. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I signed up for it and I tried to, you know, tried to work it, tried to print it. Stamps didn't look right to me. <laughs> stamps were crazy. And then Lisa's like, and then I had Lisa try it and she's like, we don't need this. Cancel. To get it so I'm a stamp star. I mean, I don't mail, I mean, who mails anything nowadays? But what do you think about this one? It went got over 300 back to 180. Is it lost its luster, or you think it's time to reload? Well, I, I would reload, so I would play it like we did the last time. Um, buy it into earnings. I don't know if you remember last time we bought it into earnings and then it popped 23% post earnings. This is the only play in usps so the united states postal service is technically owned by them because they are the monopoly that provides the okay. postage for all of it so it, it trades in the most bizarre ways but i still would buy it into earnings i really thought you were actually going to bring up peloton but then i realized since we're now friends on peloton that you didn't want to bring up how low your score is do you, do you know yeah. who got bearish on Peloton last night? Do you know who got bearish on Peloton last night? Wait, wait, no. Tell us more about Joel's scores okay, on Peloton. So, oh, oh, wait wait, wait yeah, a second. What, what, what? How are we friends on Peloton? He's going to drive him nuts. Oh, Joel's competitive. You started a fight Wait now, a Ryan. second, Ryan. Two, you... two, call, two calls ago, I, I said uh, we were buying Peloton. And then you said, oh, I'll be happy. I'm on Peloton. I've only done a couple. And then I sent you a friend request and you accepted it. So he's been watching Peloton the whole time and he doesn't do very well on it? Wait a second. You (laughs) sent me a friend request on Peloton? Yeah. You want me to tell you your username? Hold on one second. No, 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 no. Don't give my username. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait. The scores are we in. I want someone to compete with, man. Winner, so he's been competing with you. You just didn't know it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know what the there. funny thing is? Is that I do get these messages, <laughs> and I, I'm like, and I ignore every single one of them. So it was Ryan. I, I, I mean, I tried to compete with you, but all you take is the Beyonce classes. I'm really not. Oh, really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 There's some cute girls on there, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> Moving on from that. Olivia. <laughs> Woo! She's smoking. Ah, it's kind of hard to concentrate when you got that guy on the screen. Oh, man. Ryan All Kramer. right, Ryan, we, we got to compete. You can't top that. <laughs> All right, guys. He got me. Thank you for the time. Have a great day. He got us, man. Oh, yeah, you got to go. He's up there with Bill Santiago and Kenny Glick now. Oh, he's good, man. That's a stand-up comedian right there. That was good. That's the most we've laughed. I on gave him my username, time. man. I Look can't that, believe man. I did. I'm embarrassed right now. Do you I'm, want I Beyonce can't... classes? I'd be embarrassed Does... too. Hey, <laughs> hey, you want to swim? He's going to fight. He's got fighting words here. I'll, 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 I'll I can't my... swim. My, my, my lake is frozen. <laughs> I'll do. The, I'll go to the old uh, old sports challenge. You know, like every sport. Like Dennis, the only thing you can well, beat me at is, is ice. I was skating. not an athlete. I'm 215. I actually had a dream last night that was 275 pounds. And I was like, I hope that's not seeing it in the future. Because 275 seems a lot worse than 215. At 215, I'm pretty bulky. I'm pretty heavy. But anyways, yeah, I'm not an athlete. So you'll oh, beat me in every Lord. He knows my scores. I'm so- oh, he knows my scores. He's so distraught. He knows I think I worked pretty hard, hard, man. He knows I like Beyonce. <laughs> All right, he he he's killing me. All right, let's do some ticker time. Smash that like button. Drop. I don't think I can do anything more in this show. I'm just so dejected. <laughs> Joel, go take it. Go get a drink of water. You know how competitive I am. Oh, and he said your scores suck. He he was just joking. Yeah, it sounded pretty serious. Okay. Oh, I do. I, okay, let's go. Let's no, go. In, in all seriousness, Joel would smoke both of us. All right. Uh, yesterday, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday, Easy Mike asked if we could take a look at Whirlpool and Sherman Williams. So let's Whirlpool. start with WHR. Where's that uh, company? Whirlpool based? and Sherman Williams have both been coming down. Oh, man. A nice, pay- nice. You know what? This, you know, the, the candle yesterday actually wasn't bad because it closed. It, it sold off and closed, and it's a cut through and rally deal. So that actually candle is okay. I'd say above one eighty, Whirlpool gets interesting here again. But I don't know. Is this the kind of stock that's going to drive twenty twenty one? Whirlpool and Sherwin Williams? Nah, I don't know. 
Um, they're having problems with uh, supplies. And they're, I, you know, maybe there's the demand, but I know we've been trying to get a new refrigerator here during this pandemic. And oh, refrigerators are tough. Yeah, I told Lisa not to switch from the place around the corner. We're trying to get it from Sears, so I knew that was a mistake. Uh, I don't know. This is a tough looking chart here. I mean, you got monthly Wait, you support. Wait, still Sears? Stop. You still have a Sears? Sears yeah. is still open. Sears online? Is there, is there a Sears store? There Sears. are there are still Sears stores. Really? Uh, there are a couple that are still open. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think yeah. they're all closed to Canada. But. This is a tough looking chart. I mean, maybe wait. I mean, you did have some support at 175 back at the end of September. And it did, you know, see if we can get a couple days of just con- consolidation here. And maybe get a move higher. But uh, been definitely a, a sell-off since it was over 200. What about Sherman Williams, SHW? Eh, you know, three hundred dollars stock. Everybody likes to paint. I think everyone's done painting their house. I'm wondering that too. Yeah, I think the easy money's been made, Sherman Williams. Obviously, I mean the stock's doubled from its March lows. Man, this I, I just... think everybody's painted their house, and this is actually this is not you know this is a, more of a lockdown trade I think than more of a reopening trade. People think, oh yeah, Sherman Williams, let's go paint our houses. It's a reopening thing. Nah, it's people doing this from lockdown. We're coming out of lockdown, then this isn't the kind of stock you want to own. It just just on the daily, it just looks like it's just got a whole bunch of resistance. Seven forty, seller step down off seven forty down to seven thirty five. So not healthy looking. Yeah, not 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 super bullish All on right. this one. Tyler DeGrand wants to know where is support on Callaway Golf? Eli. Not looking to be all alive for a while. Yeah, it was support. over twenty. Resistance. The thing keeps going up. Yeah. What? Yeah, what's this guy talking about here? And you got seasonality coming because golf season's just around the corner. I got the the golf course just around the corner, so it's like eighty days till golf season. But uh, I I guess you break out to new all new highs. I guess I mean, on all time twenty five thirty six is your line in the sand. You get above that, and then you got a new high on the move. I mean, this ELY chart is that all time highs for ELY? I'm going back seven years. Yeah. Uh, I like it's healthy. It's healthy. You've I got mean, yourself you- out. I would yeah. use the low of the boot twenty three sixty five as a stop. Stock's right, it's kind of healthy. That whole twenty four area, if you want to protect yourself, we're we're dipping here again. Uh, under under thirty seven hundred, kind of been weak the whole session here. Uh, down seventeen fifty. Yeah. I think that's some peace. But I mean, if you're not trying to pick a top in it, then you know just. 24 looks he asked for some support so we'll give him support i don't know if this is an all-time high in it let's go back to the monthly seven year high mm, it's going back a long time i'm not yeah i think this is a oh wait fall off up there yeah anyway yeah. so it looks like it's a, at least a 10-year high so that's all we need to know we don't need to go back more than 10 years okay i'm going to <laughs> i'm uh, gonna do i'm gonna go back there anyways uh, no, there was a couple of stocks on my list here. And sure, now, uh, let's do them. Well, no, no. I had, I had one right on top, and we started going on this tangent on ELY, and I forget which stock I wanted to go to. So maybe just bring it back to the chat. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about what stock. Did you know what stock the Kramer got bearish last night? We'll bring it back to this. Kramer mm-hmm. went Peloton? bearish. Stock. Two stocks he went bearish on last night, which were like, whoa. Peloton and Square. He went bearish on both of those stocks, and they got hammered last night. Well, not hammered, but they were getting hit. They were down two, three bucks. On uh, Square was down three dollars on the Kramer rant. He said that Square was um, just the way it was going. Like, wasn't it sustainable? We got something going on, folks. Do we got something yeah, going on? Yeah, the S P just fell below thirty seven hundred. I'm trying to I'm keeping one eye, on? one eye on the chat, one eye on my on my feeds here. Um, well, we're chopping around. I mean, it's still volatile here. It's been a volatile session. Maybe there is another headline coming here. But I, again, I'm just going to go back to the overall market. I don't know if it's good for stocks of the, the Dems control because I think you got corporate taxes going up, capital gains, dividends. I mean, it's going to be an attack on Wall Street. I can't see how that's good for stocks. So we'll see what happens and how this materializes. I know the IWM is getting a rip and rally here this morning, but I think it's a rally to fade. So and and yeah. then Square and PayPal or, or Square and uh, Peloton we were just talking. It's interesting when when Kramer turns bearish on stocks that he's been bullish. I mean that is significant because he is a market mover. And if he starts to- tooting the horn on to sell Peloton and Square and doing it more than once, I mean it could put pressure on those stocks. So just keep that in mind if you're in those. Let's do. Let's just do one or two more from the chat. Oh, man, I got to scroll up now because there's so many comments from before. Um, man. 
Pots ripping, solar's ripping. We didn't jump into any of those stocks specifically here today, but can we just do a quick uh, on the tan? Can we do? I mean, I, is there even a point to do it? So, uh, so here, someone asked about Nextera, NEE, which is solar. I don't see NEE as solar. Some people say that it's a utility in my book, um, okay. but it obviously has. Why are we saying it's a solar play? Why yeah, do we say I, NEE? Because they have I, some. I, I thought it was no. It's well, it's a it's the biggest utility. I mean, in the yeah. XLU, it's right. the biggest component. Okay, I kind of think of Nextera Energy as a utility right. stock, fair enough, fair maybe enough. because it's like twenty two percent of the XLU. Um, I'm assuming they do have some solar, uh, but I don't see them as a pure solar play. Right, but anyways, it's, but you know I what? Can't. It's getting a rip here this morning. It's up two point three three percent. There's a reason for that. I can't. So. Yeah, it's split, and uh, my charts are not adjusted for it. They do so. have a big solar. Like I'm googling them right now. They do have a big solar business, so it's a good call. It is a huge component of the XLU. That's why I've always seen it as a utility stock because I know it moves the XLU. It's like twenty two percent of it or something. Someone in the so. chat, and I apologize who because I don't remember who it was said it very early on in the show that Nextera is like a backdoor energy play. So okay. I apologize for not giving credit to whoever said that, but I saw someone. Keep an eye, whoever's trading this, keep uh keep an eye on 7750. Uh the reason being your pre-market high came in at 7740. And then I was looking at the dailies here. Sorry, my chart's really poor here. But uh your two-day high, Monday's high, 7750. So you backed off that, use that as a potential target on the upside. All right, smash that like button to help us out on YouTube. Uh, that was that was a fun show. Uh, thanks to our guest today, Ryan Craver. Thanks, as always, to all of you in our chat. There is, of course, the YouTube chat. There is the Benzinga.com chat, and there is the Benzinga Pro chat. For all of our podcast listeners, please remember that all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Uh, it's going to be a wrap here. Everyone have a good rest of your day. We've got SPACs attack at 11. Joel and I will be back at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, have a good rest of your day and good luck.